0: Hello. Hello. This is Melissa. And this is Kat. Welcome. (laughs) <laughs> um, I got a new Kira Knightley. You did cactus. She's cute. I'll post photos. Are you gonna rename her something else, or just she's Kira Knightley Jr.? She's Kira underscore Knightley. Perfect. <laughs> I love that. And when she dies, we'll figure. Out. <laughs> we also die. Our lives oh are my tied. Oh God! Do not say that. I cannot keep it alive. I uh, know, right? Do not have the fate of. Our lives be me keeping Kira Knightley alive. I already said it. It's it's out there in the world. Oh my (laughs) god. Don't kill it. As I burn incense one centimeter away from it. I'm sure it loves that. I think so. Kira loves it.
1: You know what? I'm really upset. I was totally going to look up fun facts and I completely forgot.
0: That's okay because this is going to be the longest episode.
1: (laughs) I feel like this is the one though. Like I feel like it's such a weird movie. What could the
0: fun facts be? Uh, What could they be? We... Started a Patreon and then I realized maybe some people aren't familiar with Patreon. Mm -hmm. So real quick, uh, Patreon is an app on your phone or website in your browser of choice. Patreon is for creators like ourselves to create bonus content for a small monthly fee. Ours is $5 a month. Or you can pledge whatever amount you want. Go ahead and do $100. Go ahead and do $500. Yeah, if you really like us. Go ahead and do $14,000 a month. Whatever you feel like pledging. $5 is all we're asking, but... If you're feeling spicy, and you want to throw a couple extra dollars in there. Even $6. I mean, it gets taxed, so we don't see $5.
1: (laughs) Correct. So if you want to give us actually $5.
0: It is, in essence, a social app with a feed just like Facebook or Instagram. Do people still use Facebook?
1: I think some people do. I mean, I mostly use it for just like family. I'm trying to kill
0: Facebook, I think.
1: Yeah. I'm sick
0: of it. But anyway, your feed on Patreon will only be posts from the creators you support. I'm sure other artists or podcasts or whatever you follow can make a Patreon as well. And then when you pledge... X amount of money to them, you'll only see their content on your feed. We've been doing monthly videos, which are really funny. I edit them. And and we are also going to be sending out merch boxes in summer. So you get a gift. So just think of your $5 a month as you paying a little bit at a time for your present.
1: Yeah. And they're going to be really freaking cool. Yeah. We're really pumped about them.
0: And uh, we're also going to dedicate an episode to every one of our patrons with a movie of their choice. Yeah! So starting in 2021, I'm going to pick a movie, then we're going to do a Patreon, and then Kat's going to pick a movie, and then we're going to do a Patreon episode until we run out of patrons. Mm -hmm. You know, we love all of our listeners. This is just a way for uh, you guys to give us a little extra support. Do not feel obligated. I just wanted to point out maybe to some people who maybe don't know what the fuck Patreon is just to get you a little more familiar with it.
1: I like our stuff. Honestly, the videos are... Freaking hilarious. they pretty funny. So, I yeah. think they're worth
0: $5 a month. I think they're worth more than, but
1: a minimum $5 is wonderful. <laughs> and
0: then if we get enough patrons, we can both quit our jobs and do Tragical full-time. And then you'll get
1: more than two episodes a month, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Wouldn't that be great? You could listen to us even more.
0: All right, I say we get into this movie because the movie itself is an hour and 45 minutes, so.
1: Yeah, it's pretty long.
0: This week. We're here to tell you why Babes in Toyland is tragical. It is. It's something. It is a it is a stunning definition of what tragical really is.
1: Yeah, so this movie is honestly, we were sitting on the couch last, was it Christmas? And we were watching it, and we had already been talking about doing a podcast. We had no idea what we wanted to do, and we were roasting the crap out of this movie, and My parents were laughing. My grandparents were laughing. And then Melissa looked up at me. She goes, why don't we just do this? And I was like, what do you mean? She said, why don't we literally
0: watch movies and then talk about them? And I was like... That sounds great. Specifically Disney movies, though, because, let's be real, we have no business talking about anything else. Honestly. And there's so many Disney movies. Like, I will never run out. You know what I mean? Anything on Disney Plus is fair game, also, I would just like to say. Yeah. Like, Star Wars. We're totally gonna do Star Wars someday. Oh,
1: yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry. The new Mandalorian episode has already been ruined for me, and it came out less than 24 hours ago, so.
0: Yeah, Baby Yoda died. (laughs) It's <laughs> really sad. Wait. What's his name? Grogu. Goku. No, Grogu. All right, let's, let's destroy dive this bitch. It is both magical and it is also tragic. It is literally a, a shining image of what this podcast it truly is wants to do. There's there's a lot. All right, so it starts with forest credits. Yeah, and they're in like a pamphlet. It's not really a book. I think it was supposed to be a book. Oh well it was made of like paper. Did it even have a cover? I don't think so. It was just the pages. I think it was supposed to be maybe it was supposed to be like a playbill kind of. Oh maybe. I think so. Okay. I don't want to say pamphlet. I mean it wasn't about like Jehovah's Witnesses or anything. Like oh, it wasn't about Jesus. Doesn't I have mean, to be Jesus to be a pamphlet. It wasn't about a Sandals Resort. I mean <laughs> Sandals it was, Resort. Goodbye. Playbill. Okay. We get through the playbill. The force credits. Yes. And we're at a blue curtain. A scary oh goose. Duck. It's a goose. I put duck because I was ignorant at the time. <laughs> Pops its head out. What duck? neck that long. And I literally looked at Kat and I was like, I'm already, I'm already done. I don't want to watch this movie anymore. Oh no. We were about, (sighs) I don't know, 45 seconds in. Oh Jesus. You're correct. It's a goose, Mm -hmm. not a duck. Mm -hmm. It's not the Aflac duck. It is in fact a goose. Sylvester J. Goose to be exact. What a horrible name. Just not good, period. What does J stand for? I need to know. Probably like John... Perfect. He announces Mother Goose. She comes out, and the goose is a ventriloquist.
1: (laughs) Okay, if you guys have ever been to Universal and seen the Macy's Parade there, they have Shrek and Fiona, and Fiona's holding the baby, and it's literally that. It's a fake hand with the goose. (laughs) You've never seen
0: that? No, that sounds (laughs) like an actual nightmare, though.
1: The actual, obviously, like... Fiona, quote unquote, is holding the baby and then her real hand is inside and moves the head around. (laughs) I didn't know you've never seen this.
0: That is nightmare fuel. (laughs) That is unacceptable. It's their baby. That is horrifying. Oh,
1: I never, I didn't know you didn't know about that. Yeah, but that's what this is.
0: There's a fake hand cupping the goose's butt, and then she's controlling the goose's mouth and its neck with her arm. And she really goes in on that thing. That thing goes backwards, upside down. Spoiler alert, if
1: there's kids in the car. (laughs) (laughs) The goose is just a puppet.
0: The goose is a puppet. A very terrifying one, if we're being honest. And apparently also Shrek's babies at Universal (laughs) are also puppets. Just the one. Mother goose announces the wedding of Tom and Mary Mm. which is happening tomorrow and she invites us into the story in Mother Goose Village they really named that really well a made up place yes I thought Mother Goose was a goose. Why does she have a goose? I don't know. Anyway.
1: Also, why is the whole village just named Mother Goose Village? Like, they didn't even try and give it, like, a cute storybook name. They just she found it, I guess. She built everything there. She is the mayor. So, I guess
0: it's... And it's all on, like, a stage. So, it's... Yeah, the curtain opens up. Yeah. And it's a beautiful set. Yeah, I mean, it is. So, the curtain opens to the village square and there's a whole ass town there's the shoe house thing the old woman who lived in the shoe there are just a bunch of other cute little cottages. it's very dutch
1: yeah there's like a windmill and some tulips yeah maybe bavarian kind of
0: you know everyone is singing and dancing there's like a shit ton of people in this village Am yeah I wrong.
1: yeah. for like the four buildings they show, there's a lot of people in this
0: village. and then the first storybook character we meet is Bo Peep, and she's dragging her kool-aid sheep. you literally were dragging too. How much did those sheep not want to be there? No, she literally theres I think like the pink one
1: especially literally was not moving, and she was straight up dragging it. like its feet were its knees were locked. Do sheep have knees? Yeah. Okay. So the knees were locked and he was not moving and they were just, she's dragging them along with his little leash. They were cute though. They were pastel colored. They were definitely colored with like Kool-Aid or something.
0: They absolutely did not want to be there. No, not at all. I don't know how many times they recorded this scene, but they were, they were fucking done. Yeah. And then next is uh, Jack and Jill are there. Little boy blue. They do a whole dance number. There's like this
1: weird middle-aged man who's Jack B Nimble, which mm-hmm. I found quite horrifying. Everyone else's children of all the storybook characters are introducing, and then Jack B Nimble is literally like a 50-year-old man wearing the creepiest child wig. You know those like little sail, like old-school like Victorian children's sailor outfits. That's essentially what this man was wearing. And he, It wasn't good, no. yeah. And he kept jumping over a flame until
0: his coattails and little wee wee caught on fire. Yeah, thank God he caught on fire. I was done with him. Yeah, I was really I over was like, it. Good, get out of this dance number. <laughs> yes. And then there's like a whole bunch of people dancing around. Um, they're all wearing really cute cottagecore dresses. Right? I really liked all their outfits. The next character is Simple Simon, and he has a bunch of pie.
1: Who is Simple Simon? He was pretty cool though. I mean, he had a lot of pie, and he was like holding them all on his head, and he was balancing them all on his head. And then he gets tripped by this little asshole who's <laughs> eating a banana. This little kid eating a banana, and he throws the banana peel on the floor, and Simple Simon falls on it and drops all of his pies well he catches all the pies
0: on his foot and Uh then one pie falls on this little asshole child i was pretty impressed though for 1960 or whatever when did this come out 1961 the pie thing really got me i was like dang that's magic how's he doing that yeah it's pretty cool and this next part we were really trying to figure out what was happening by the way we're 45 minutes into a dance number right now (laughs) but this is the longest movie of all time there is a song about drinking lemonade. There's literally ballerinas in lemonade outfits, like
1: specifically
0: lemonade outfits. Which are A1. They're really cute. Top-notch, cutest outfits. But there's like a whole dance number dedicated to lemonade.
1: Is that like a Dutch thing? What are I we missing? Some, I
0: somewhere between Bo Peep and then Simple Simon. Like something, something switched over. And we went from nursery rhymes to... Pie and lemonade. I just, it, I mean, I'm confused. Like, we're Dutch. I don't
1: really, I guess I don't really know much about Dutch culture, to be honest. Do they have, like, a lemonade thing? Is Big there fans a lemonade? of lemonade, apparently. I get, I and mean, they have a whole fucking musical number about it. They be liking the lemonade. They literally, at one point, all have lemonade glasses, and they're just walking around with them, drinking lemonade.
0: And this is when? They introduce the two main characters of the movie. Tom and Mary.
1: Who are, um, getting married. Uh-huh. But I'm sorry to inform Miss Mary that Tom is definitely a gay man.
0: I don't like to, yeah, you know, tell people what they are, but... No, he's gay. He did have his little hipster booties on them. Maybe he's just a hipster. No. And Mary has a mullet. Oh my God, she has the coolest fucking mullet. I love her hair. It is beautiful. It's so cool. She just has floofy bangs and then, yeah, just like a nice mullet. And then there's more Lemonade. They sing for 15 more <laughs> minutes about Lemonade. Yeah, I'm they, not trying to be dramatic. No, like,
1: we're, like when we say the musical going. numbers are 20 minutes long each, like that's why this movie is almost two hours is because there's 900 musical numbers and each of them are at least 45 minutes long. Um, But yeah, they end this song with toasting them and every single person in the, this freaking village is holding a glass of lemonade. Where they got it? Who knows? But they're toasting to Mary and Tom with their lemonade. It was I a lot
0: of lemonade. It was so much lemonade. So we pan out of the Dutch-looking village, and we pan up the hill to a scary mansion. It literally, picture a Scooby-Doo cartoon <laughs> scary mansion. And... In this scary mansion, a creepy old man. Oh, he's not old. No, he's like 50. middle age. yeah. <laughs> he is wearing all black. He's kind of a... He literally looks like Bowler Hat Guy. Yeah, Bowler Hat Guy. With a skinny face. Or if you've ever seen... What's the racing show? It was all the Hanna-Barbera racers. It was called Wacky Races dick dastardly oh he does look what like is, him what is he from look up dick dastardly i'm afraid of what would he come was up. just in a bunch of hanna-barbera stuff he is staring out the window at tom and mary's pre-wedding day celebration mm-hmm. and he's extremely jealous this man, Barnaby, he also breaks the fourth wall and is
1: talking to the camera about how he wants to break them up because he wants Mary's money. And so he's going to steal Mary for her money.
0: Yeah. And then his muscle comes in. I don't know if I'd call them muscle, to be it's honest. Gonzago and, and Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Gonzago is a large... Large man with a tiny pink jacket on. He's an absolute star. <laughs> we stand Gonzago and Rodrigo doesn't talk. Best part of the movie. Yeah, Rodrigo, good job. <laughs> and he, his clothes are oversized and barely fit him. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, they switched. He is completely drowning. It <laughs> <laughs> and then Bonaby. I'm. Like, I'm gonna have to say it like that every time. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. She is gonna say Bonabee. like Barnaby. <laughs> It's unfortunate. He gives Gonzago and Rodrigo a list. Mm-hmm. You ready for this
1: list? Oh, did you write it down? Because I didn't.
0: Kidnap Tom. Mm-hmm. Throw him in the sea. Mm-hmm. Steal the sheep. Mm-hmm. Apparently, all of uh, Miss Mary's money comes from the sheep. Yeah. Like, how much can seven sheep make you? I'm sorry, she, but...
1: She had, like, three. Seven. <laughs> even pushing it. And then Barnaby tries to offer Gonzago and Rodrigo a single coin to complete all of these tasks. I don't know what coin. Maybe it's a,
0: a tuppence. tuppence. <laughs> he offers them a tuppence. By the way, this is also a musical number, but I just... Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. everything is a musical number. Just just assume. That. Just assume
1: everything's a musical number. Assume they're singing the whole time. Because they probably are. We'll try to mention when they're singing, but just literally they always are singing. They're pretty much always singing. They yeah. talk
0: very briefly. Very and briefly. And then start singing again.
1: And then the boys are like, mm, I refer to them as the boys the whole time because I'm not saying their full names every time. Uh, so the boys say, uh, no we want more than a freaking penny. Uh, so they start to leave. Then Barnaby like unearths this giant piggy bank that is literally larger than my whole body and then hits it. I didn't even know what he hit it with if I'm being honest with you. He smashes it and then all this light and these weird super I don't even, know, not even CGI. I don't even know what they were. Like dollar signs of lights. They like lasers, like super... Janky lasers are
0: flying out of this again I'm incredibly impressed with <laughs> how advanced this movie is
1: yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty aggressive um so they turn around from leaving out of the door and they're like oh money so you do have money okay if you're gonna actually pay us then we'll do these um super
0: grueling tasks for you
1: and then they sing another song
0: more dance number yeah about being villains an incredibly like an eight minute dance number we've already established that Barnaby wants them to do This thing Mm -hmm. and they're gonna do it for the money, but they go on for eight more minutes about it. Right. In song, yeah. Mm -hmm. We we got it, but okay. No, but they have to sing about it. The dance moves and the songs, they don't fit. They don't fit the movie. That's why that's so this movie, you have to watch this movie. Please take two hours out of your day to watch this movie. It's so worth it. It is worth I promise you it's worth it. It absolutely is. We're at Mary Quite Contrary's abode.
1: Yeah, so that's her nursery rhyme is she's Mary Mary Quite Contrary.
0: And Tom is kissing her goodnight. They're getting married tomorrow. Things are great. Tom's leaving. And the boys, Rodrigo and Gonzago, they are going to hit Tom over the head with a really big mallet. Yeah, they're going to freaking concuss the man. Again, this is a dance number. For some reason, talking about hitting Tom on the head with a mallet turns into like a mini dance number. Rodrigo, the man with the oversized clothing, has his leg (laughs) gets gets short. How and when did his leg get short? I don't know, (laughs) but.
1: He, like, walks with one leg obviously longer. So, like, he he goes, like, down each time he steps on, like, his... I think it's, like, his right foot. And then he, like, goes back up and then down and then up and then down. And then he walks over a rock. And so, obviously, because the rock is, like, higher up, he doesn't go down. He, like, stays even. And Melissa and I were...
0: Shook. How how did he do this? How did he do this? It was actual beautiful magic. It was magic. That scene I was like, well, did you see that he went over the rock? And he was fine because his leg is short. And then Gonzago takes the mallet. Yeah. And
1: hits his other other foot. And it's short like the other one, so he's fine.
0: So now he's fine. Do Random. you think he went to the director and was like, "I can do this thing with make it look like my uh, my one of my legs look short"? Let's put it. And in, the director was in. like, "Yeah, I like that. I like that." And they put it That's in the probably movie. Exactly. Because this happened. movie makes no effing sense.
1: <laughs> I just see the director like watching him and being like, "We're gonna fit that in some way. We're gonna make it happen." <laughs> I think that's exactly what happened.
0: Rodrigo and Gonzago, they are waiting behind the wall at Mary's house. Mary and Tom are singing to each other. Again, tons of singing. Super boring love song, blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of nosy-ass kids sticking
1: their heads out the window of Mary's house watching them.
0: Mary, for some reason, is
1: watching six kids? I don't think she's watching them. She's like the sole caretaker of them. But why? I, they don't have parents. What it's about the shoe lady? What about the shoe lady? So it's Bo Peep. Who else is it? It's Bo Peep. There's twins. There's two random girl twins. There's little boy blue. What?
0: He there too?
1: Yeah. I didn't notice. And then him. the kid in red who trips. He's like Tommy Simon. or Bobby
0: or Billy or
1: willie We Willy. find way later he's willie Why is she watching all these kids? I think she's like a um like an orphanage. <laughs> the lady in the shoe is down the street. Aren't those her kids though? The lady in the shoe, those are all her kids. Oh, she popped them out. I think so, right? How does it go?
0: I forgot them <laughs> all. I'm not seven anymore. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure the woman in the shoe; those are her kids. I think Mary, Mary, quite contrary, for some reason, runs an orphanage and she's watching these five children. So yeah, it's Bo Peep, the two random girl twins who don't have a name, uh, little boy Blue, and then little asshole in red who we later find out. Literally, they don't say this kid's name until the last 20 minutes of the movie, and it's Willie. That's the twins okay. The twins,
0: don't twins have a never name. get names. Yeah, yeah. I it's don't. It's just like, why, why is she watching all the fucking kids? I don't. What that, she does. <laughs> Explain it though they never talk about it no
1: they sh- they don't talk about anything in this movie they first of all they sing about everything but they don't de- they don't sing about that i don't know
0: she's the also orphanage i am not trying to be disrespectful what mary cannot sing no she just is talking it's pretty bad she just talks in a melodic way she's got a mullet though and her dresses are spot on this whole movie she's really beautiful too so i literally wrote her voice has no range Yikes. no range Sis got no range. Uh, So Tom walks away. He's all in love and crap. He's excited. He's getting married tomorrow to Mary. Married to Mary. And her 80 kids. Yeah, he's going to be a father of 400 (laughs) children. And Gonzago and Rodrigo. Really Rodrigo. He's the muscle, which doesn't make sense because he's a smaller one. But anyway, he boops Tom over the fence. And Tom goes into the grass. from
1: like his, it's like just above his knees yeah. and down is just literally in the ground. He's like in a hole in the ground and he's just standing there. Like he's obviously knocked out but his eyes are open and he's just not moving and it's, it's a little concerning.
0: This is one part of this movie where they simply could have bopped him on the head and we could have gotten on with our day but they were like no we gotta do a hole in the floor and Tom's gotta fall three feet into the hole in the floor and yeah
1: they tried to like do effects in this movie but they're they're not really effects sometimes they killed it
0: the money signs pretty pretty, bad the short leg thing with the rock (laughs) I did like that a lot so the next scene we see uh, Rodrigo and Gonzago so Tom is like in a knapsack in a wheelbarrow and
1: they are wheelbarrowing him along and it, it just looks like a sack of maybe like 10 potatoes that's in this bag like it doesn't look like there's a full ass grown man no, and in there. no there's there's literally you cannot convince me i don't care what anyone says the wheelbarrow um, isn't even big enough for a person to ever
0: be in it. it
1: looks like they just shoved like two of those like miniature couch pillows like decorative couch pillows in this freaking knapsack and threw it in here and we're like yep that's Tom, you could never convince anyone that, that that's a person. It's not even
0: like the torso of a fully grown man. No. It is just...
1: It's what? so funny. It's supposed to be Tom in there. I literally was like, this is not happening. This is not real. This is not real. This movie's A1. It's ridiculous. Um, so, their plan is to throw Tom into the sea that's as, part two of the list. Well, they <laughs> want to make money. They they want to see that money. Mm-hmm. So, uh they see a sign that says
0: C to the right, band of gypsies, To the left. It actually said gypsy camp. Get it straight. Whatever. Okay.
1: (laughs) Sorry. They decide, well, what if we just sell him twice? So they're going to get money from kidnapping him and then throwing him into the sea. But if they don't actually throw him into the sea and give him to this gypsy camp and they can sell him to make some extra cash from the gypsies.
0: My thing is like, why are gypsies buying people? I'm not sure about what gypsies were up to, but. No, I'm I'm sure. You know those Dutch gypsies (laughs) gypsies <laughs> that were buying up humans you know the story <laughs> the Dutch gypsies could maybe buy. I'm missing something but. yeah no
1: I don't I don't know um. so
0: yeah they decide to sell Tom who is 15 potatoes and a tiny wheelbarrow <laughs> to the gypsy right. camp so we're back at Mother Goose village Barnaby is at Mary's, Mm -hmm. and Mother Goose is there as well. Yeah,
1: they're getting ready for the wedding. Mary's fixing up the last little things on her wedding dress, Mm -hmm. and she's doing her hair and getting all ready. And Barnaby just has to freaking ruin the mood, man. Mm -hmm. Barnaby is
0: just there, just, yeah, being a creepy old man and being like, marry me. And it's just unnecessary. Yeah. And then who comes up but two shipwrecked sailors. Who happen to look suspiciously like Gonzago and Rodrigo. It does look like Gonzago and Rodrigo. Weird. They're soaking wet, too, this whole scene. Oh, my God.
1: This is probably my favorite part of this whole movie because it makes zero
0: sense. Yeah. They tell Mary that Tom is dead. Yeah, they were sailing and saw him sink. His boat sink. They have his hat and there's a note in his hat and it says he's poor and he wants Mary to marry Barnaby instead. And that's why he was sailing away. Very specific, this right? note is. What the heck? Who is believing this? Mary does, by the way, because right. she's a moron. Right. She doesn't even cry. She screams at the top of her lungs, which Mary is going to do multiple times in this movie. And then she runs into the house.
1: But also, can I just talk about how when they're telling her how it happened that Tom sunk, they're singing, of course.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I just said it in 14 seconds like a normal person. But they went ahead and took 15 minutes to say that. Tom sank. And obviously they were shipwrecked sailors so they were soaking wet
1: but as they were singing they were in this weird hole in the ground that just kept getting weirdly deeper and filled with more water. And I just, I I was really trying to figure out why there was just a hole in the ground underneath them, the filling with water.
0: It 100% made no sense. It was honestly my favorite part of the whole movie. Do you think it's because they were like dripping? So they were making a puddle? Right, yes. Okay, and I they, think they had the entire ocean on them then. That right. doesn't make any sense. I think that's the joke, is that they were dripping a lot of water,
1: but... What I don't understand is that they couldn't obviously get the water to stay under them unless there was, like, some kind of hole under them. So then the ground just had this weird circular, perfectly circular
0: hole. It was like a kiddie pool.
1: It literally was. It was like a kiddie pool underneath them. And so it was just, like, hilarious because instead of just having a puddle of water underneath them, there was a literal hole in the floor that kept getting lower. And it just... (laughs) It made no sense, but it was so. It actually made.
0: I was sitting there just (laughs) dumbfounded. What is happening? And then
1: at one point, Rodrigo falls into it up to his like neck. And even Gonzago is like, how did you do, where did you go? He, like, steps on where <laughs> Rodrigo was, and he was like, how did you do that? Oh, my God. It just, God. it made
0: zero sense. And then Mary ran in the house. Not even crying, just upset. No, just screamed at the top of her lungs and then went inside. Mm-hmm. So, Bonnaby is trying to somewhat comfort Mary. He's just, like, a piece of shit. He's not really trying very hard. And then he's basically like, I can steal your house if you don't marry me, because I know that you're poor and I'm rich. And he literally says he's going to foreclose her house the fuck is wrong with you dude but mary just keeps saying no and (laughs) this is my favorite song just like i wish i could explain like how much this movie doesn't make sense i don't want you guys to get lost but literally they're in the garden and they start talking about a house in spain we
1: didn't know if like his mansion that he lives in is in Spain or if he's gonna buy her house in Spain or if he owns
0: a house. We didn't know where this house in Spain was coming from. They're just singing about a house in Spain. And then she just keeps saying no to his advances and then he has a freaking weird dance solo kind of a a stone bench
1: keeps moving in and out of the way and then there's a fountain and he's walking on the fountain and dancing
0: with the fountain like the water is spraying up with him dancing and then okay so he has a weird dance solo for 10 minutes and then there's another five minutes of him going back and forth arguing almost with the fountain yeah with no words with no words they're just dance moves (laughs) dancing he's having a dance battle with the fountain <laughs> and Mary is just sitting there
1: it's step up with what? Barnaby and the fountain what
0: are we watching I don't I know literally could not believe that this was recorded and somebody thought it was good and it was put out into the world literally like,
1: Mary's just sitting there crying while this man has a full-on dance solo
0: weird dance solo and then dance off with a fountain the fountain's like spraying him and then he asks her again They've stopped talking about Spain at this point. Yeah, randomly Spain no longer exists. I don't know what the Spain thing was about. I don't know. I don't know. Is it close to no. Netherlands? Yeah. I mean, it's all over there on the other
1: side. I'm so ignorant. I'm so sorry. Um... I had a Florida education, just an American education, but
0: Florida especially is bad. <laughs> she keeps saying no, and I'm sorry, Barnaby, but no means no, bro. Like she said no probably 485 times. Mm-hmm. And then Mary says, besides, I have my sheep. So, like, my sheep are all my money. Don't worry about it. And this is where part three of Barnaby's masterful plan comes in. Yeah. So, steal the sheep.
1: Yeah. Bo Peep comes running up ironically right then and says that the sheep are missing. And how they, does she tell her though, Kat? In song. Of course. And the whole freaking town shows up, of course. And so they're all telling her, no, like your sheep are going to be fine. And she's like, no, they're freaking missing. And they're yeah. like, no, they're fine. Uh-huh. And Bo Peep is like, no, no, they're missing. Then
0: some random kid comes up. I don't remember who it was. Bobby. Willie. No, Bobby. I wrote it down. Who's Bob- Bobby fucking bobby cat you know bobby (laughs) (laughs) who's bobby he is a kid in this jesus christ
1: so he gets a name but the twins don't that's what i'm saying it doesn't make sense fair Um, bobby comes
0: in and says the sheep are in the forest of no return and the whole town gives up they said oh the forest of no return and they all just go home They were going to help her look for the sheep, and then they were like, the force of no return? (laughs) It took Bobby four seconds to disperse the whole town.
1: God, he needs to show up more often and stop all these damn songs. For real. He could have interrupted
0: the dance number with the fountain. Yeah, so the whole entire world gives up on Mary and the sheep. And why is Bo Peep watching the sheep? She's the child. She should be. I'm sure they all have chores, and that's hers. What does little boy Blue do? Freaking. Sleep in the haystack. Oh, my Jesus. That's his whole thing makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Mary puts her five kids to bed and. She's in her third outfit of the day, by the way. Yeah, no. Mary has 185 outfits. They're they're all really cute. All fabulous. Super cute. All fabulous. And this is my favorite song. (laughs) Mine too. (laughs) Maybe of all time. Maybe, (laughs) Maybe this is like the best song that has ever been recorded, ever in recorded history. This is the best song I've ever heard in my entire life. Honestly, this song is me. Is it not? It is you. This song is majestic and lovely. And honestly, the visual that goes with it is pretty glorious too. Mary has put her five freaking children to bed. And she starts to sing a little song about money. She is worrying about her chairs being repoed. And she starts looking through all the bills. And she decides that she can't do the sum.
1: (laughs) Yeah. She's trying to figure out how much eggs
0: and milk cost. And now that they don't have the sheep... And she can't do the sum. She can't do the sum. Then there's five of her. I decided that uh, those are her last four brain cells. (laughs) I was dying. It's like Uh, she goes into a weird black room and then four of her come out of her and they're all different colors. Yeah. And they're all singing with her. How they can't do the sum. They can't
1: do the sum, cat. (laughs) She literally calls herself dumb and depressed at one point.
0: Because she can't do the sum. This is literally me
1: in college, and this is why I dropped out. She's looking at her bills, and she can't do the sum. I was dumb and depressed and couldn't do the sum either. She should sell some of her freaking dresses. She has 900 dresses. That's true. She can also sell some of those children. Maybe adopt, adopt some of them out. Adoption isn't cheap. You know, make Give them to a little, him the shoe lady. I don't think she needs more children.
0: This is when she decides, though. By the way, this is another solid 15 minute musical number, I feel like. Way too long of her literally just saying, I can't do the sum. She does like weird handstands at oh one my point, God, Yeah. And it's her and her last four brain cells arguing about doing the sum. And. She decides at the end she's just going to go marry Barnaby because she's poor. (laughs) She did not even try to mourn Tom or anything. She screamed because Tom was dead. She told Barnaby she didn't want to marry him 45 times in the garden while he danced by himself and then with a fountain. She put the kids to bed. She looked at her bills and could Couldn't not do the sum. The <laughs> and then she decides, well, fuck it, I'm gonna marry Barnaby.
1: I just like how much <laughs> how much money could she be making off of these damn three pastel colored sheep. Like Apparently, what are they? A ton. What are they giving her? We gotta get into
0: the sheep business. Get into. She needs to get into the lemonade business. Clearly, that's where it's at. Yeah, those girls were stunners. The kids are listening to the whole do the sum song <laughs> for 45 years, and they decide they're gonna go find the sheep in the forest of no return. They said, "Let's go find a sheep." Whatever. Solid plan. We're kids. So let's go do stuff. Well, they don't want uh, Mary to marry Barnaby. God, I hate saying that. Mary Mary, to Mary, 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 Mary. Yeah, yeah, it's annoying. It's kind of like. Again, this movie makes absolutely no sense. It's like 3 or 4 in the morning. Roughly. I don't know. After Mary went to go tell Barnaby she's going to marry him. Yeah, it's either very late or very early. I think it's very early. I think it's like the sun is coming up. And Barnaby wakes the whole town up to announce their engagement. By the way, Mary is screaming and crying. So Barnaby announces their engagement and he gets the whole town a present to celebrate.
1: Yeah, he hired a band of gypsies. Wow! Amazing. Where uh, did he get these gypsies? I oh don't my know. God! Crazy. What? And the boys are a little panicked because weird, they sold Tom to a band of gypsies not too long ago. been like that was a bad idea, now wasn't it, boys? Yeah. And then there's a um, another really, really long. Musical and dance number with these gypsies.
0: These people could actually dance, though, so it was really good. It was pretty I cool. liked it. There was, like, fire and flips and... They did the thing where you jump really high in the air and you switch your feet back and forth really Yeah, like, they really, like, what is
1: it, like, the Russian, like dance right? I don't know but Russian. it was
0: very good it's pretty
1: cool there's a guy that does a coffee grinder which I used to be able to do a really yeah. long time ago
0: they do the squat kick thing yeah like that's what I was talking squat about the, kick, the Russian squat thing. kick squat kick you know You're you like, know rah, rah, Rasputin
1: it Rasputine from uh, no one knows what that is just good. dance uh it's blowing up on tiktok so yes people <laughs> do know the Rasputine
0: dance from, t- from they're doing the Rasputine dance from just dance just dance they were and Tom is in the caravan mm-hmm. and is putting on an old woman disguise.
1: Yeah, he's a old gypsy fortune teller by the name of
0: Floretta, a queen. This is the best old lady makeup. I think Tom was born to be an old woman. I would definitely agree with that. He looked so good as like, that old lady. He, if you would have told me that's what he actually looked like, I would believe you. He's like the best old lady. He even sounds great. He looks great. He sounds great. The acting is great. He tells a little story. And he goes over to Mary and he reads her palm. Sorry. She. He. I don't know. He's pretending to be an old lady. So we'll say she. Floretta reads Mary's palm and is like oh your lover is alive. Tom is alive. You're gonna marry him. Shocking. And then Floretta goes over to Barnaby and is like Barnaby's fake, basically. (laughs) He's a bad man. Again, this is a 43-minute dance number. Correct. And then Floretta exposes herself as none other than Mary's lost love, Tom! It's Tomothy. And Barnaby, he big mad at his henchmen Rodrigo and Gonzago. Yeah, he starts chasing them. He's not very happy. So Mary and Tom are like all together and cute, and Mary and Tom... Return to Mary's harem and find a note from the kids on the door that they've gone to the forest of no return. And they run to go find the kids. It's probably like 5:30 a.m. at this point. Right, getting early. <laughs> So then they go to the
1: kids, and cut scene
0: to the childrens.
1: They're in the restricted section of the forest, like as they should be. The freaking Hogwarts library. There's like literally signs that say "restricted section." Like, what does that even mean? And then there's these horrifying trees i loved them they uh, they used to be in one of the parades at magic kingdom i don't remember if it was the halloween or the christmas
0: parade i think it was the halloween parade probably christmas because they also had the toy soldiers but they're scary i'm pretty sure they were in the halloween parade i don't remember them being in the halloween parade i think it must have been the christmas parade
1: maybe it was they were in one of the parades and they were scary and they just are like just like people like walking around as trees so the children are all surrounded by the trees, and the trees start singing this really weird song about kidnapping them and how they are now their like prisoners essentially. So Tom and Mary show up in the middle of the tree's little musical number mm-hmm. and they just start talking to the children. The kids are all like, Oh my god, the trees kidnapped us, we can't go home. And Tom and Mary are like, Y'all no, don't crack. Well,
0: because the trees at this point have just turned around.
1: Right. So you can't even see their faces. And Tom and Mary just don't believe the kids. And they're like, okay, well, now it's too late for us to go back. So we're just going to sleep in the forest. And they find this stump. It's like a giant tree stump. And they all just lay down on it. It's literally bright out.
0: Go home, Tom and Mary. Honestly, ridiculous. This is dangerous for these children to be out in the freaking forest. So they just decide to sleep on the forest floor. Rodrigo and Gonzago and Barnaby are watching them sleep. Yeah, they like followed them and they're hiding behind the trees. Just gonna watch them sleep.
1: It's fine. They're not weird at all. No, not at all. So they all fall asleep. And I don't I don't even know what time it
0: is at this point. <laughs> no idea. Time the, does not make sense in Mother Goose Village. No. The trees randomly wake them all up. I think when the sun comes up, the trees come alive. So really, if you wanted to go into the forest, you would just have to go at night because the trees are sleeping at night and then wake up in the morning. That's a fair assumption. I think that's what happened. They just were bad at showing it because this movie sucks.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. That makes sense. So then the trees wake Tom and Mary and all the kids up and they say, you guys are prisoners and we're taking you to the Toymaker because this is Toyland property. And the kids
0: are lit. Yeah, they're pumped. They're like, oh my gosh, Toyland. We want to go to Toyland. This is the best. (sighs) Barnaby and the boys are still following them. The trees are taking them. To Toyland. And the trees are basically saying, you know, things along the line of have fun dying. These are your last days on Earth. You're a slave now. You're gonna perish. Right. And the kids are like, yay! And Tom and Mary are just like, do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. do doo, doo, doo. Also, this song is probably the most popular one from this movie, like the most known one.
1: It's literally just, Toyland. Toyland, um, which is in the
0: Christmas, that is in the Christmas parade. That is because the toy soldiers march. Correct. I do know that. Yes. At this point, heading to Toyland. mm mm-hmm. We are at least an hour into this movie. I would say probably more than. There's still a lot that's going to happen, but Mm -hmm. we are over the halfway mark. Well over, yeah. And they are just now walking to Toyland. And this movie is called Babes in Toyland, by the way. Also not sure who the babes are. The children, maybe? But they're not even, like, they have nothing to do with this movie, almost. The children are just kind of, like, there. I don't know. The movie's about Tom and Mary, so why is it called Babes in Toyland? Maybe... Tom is the babe. If anyone's the babe, it's freaking Mary. Mary's mullet.
1: It's her, just her mullet. Just her mullet. It's her and her mullet. Those are the babes. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, it's literally well over halfway, and they're just referencing Toyland. That's what I'm saying. How does that make any sense? It does not. They get to Toyland... The trees are like, okay, have fun dying. It's been really nice to meet you. Enjoy your last days on Earth. And they get to the Toyland Gate? Yeah, it's it's like a giant castle. Yeah, like a toy castle. It's
1: not really a land. It's just one building.
0: Nope, it's not a land at all. No. And it's apparently closed. So what do you do when something's closed? You go peep through a window and see what you can see, right? A very dirty window that they all have to Super clean dirty. off.
1: They are looking into the window. So then a man walks in. It's the guy who does the Mad Hatter's voice in Alice in Wonderland, the cartoon version. He's also the
0: floats to the ceiling guy. Laughing guy. guy in I Mary love Poppins. to laugh. Uh-huh. Uh. I like him. That guy. Okay. You, you know. You, we don't need to say his name. You've, you've got it. You
1: see his face in your head. I know you do. But he's the toy maker. He looks like Benjamin Franklin. Wow, he kind of does. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm never going to unsee that. Uh, so <laughs> then the Toymaker's apprentice also walks in.
0: Groomio. The only part of this movie Melissa cares about. Groomio is so... Weirdly sexy to me. Sure. Do. I am obsessed with Grumio. He's got a bowl cut. He's so fine. A literal bowl cut. He's so sexy. He does oh have my some cake. God,
1: Grumio. He's got some, he's got some cake. Grumio is the Toymaker's Apprentice. And he makes this giant machine. Toy machine. Yeah, it's an automatic toy maker, essentially. Because the toy maker's not doing so hot. Yeah, he's a struggle-bussing. He's not doing well. It's some Willy Wonka shit, the toy machine. It literally looks exactly like the thing that makes the everlasting gobstopper.
0: I love when old movies have future technology predictions in them. It is the funniest thing on earth. I don't know why, but I love it so much. I'll love Tomorrowland at... This toy Disney. machine is like a gigantic computer with like a weird conveyor belt hanging off of it. Oh, we're going to make a boat? We need we need the mast and we need the bottom of the boat. Hope, and we, I don't know why I picked a boat because I don't know anything I about it. I was going to say, you're doing great. The hole is the bottom. And then the- you pick a color and then you say how many you want it to make. You say, oh, I want you to make one. And then you pick the speed of how fast you want it. Why wouldn't you want it to make it at fast speed? Why are there speed options?
1: I think it depends on what you're making because that's how he made it, it seem like depending on what he was making is how fast you want it to go. Because he also made a dolly. And the doll he had on slow speed and the boat he had on like medium <laughs> speed. Oh, okay.
0: Sorry. Cat's a fucking <laughs> master of the toy machine. <laughs> so anyway, he makes, yeah, he makes a dolly. Dolly, Grumio, my lover, he makes a dolly and then he makes a boat. And then the toy maker's like, Step back, I'm the toy maker, I'm gonna do this. And he's like, Make 40,000 whatevers. I don't remember what he picks, but he overloads the machine basically. Yeah, he breaks the shit out of it. Because he's an old curmudgeon man. Well, he he
1: says, I'm the toy maker and you're just the assistant, so I'm gonna make the toys.
0: Meanwhile, he can't even, like, fix a weird marionette-looking thing. It's just hanging out of his the front of his apron. And Grimio over here just made a whole-ass future machine. Uh, yeah,
1: automated machine. Probably the first factory piece in existence. But he's the toy maker, Melissa.
0: I guess so. He's the toy maker. He breaks it. It literally blows up. It catches on fire mm-hmm. about 43 times, too. It just keeps blowing up. Yeah. This movie is so... It could have just blown up once. We would have gotten the picture. But, no, it blows up. 27 times in this one scene. This whole movie is over-exaggerated and way too long. So the machine blowing up blows out the window that the kids are standing at. Hope they're all fine. Jeez. Freaking glass flying at them. I'm sure they're great. The toy maker sends Grumio to his room. (laughs) And he says, go invent something to destroy yourself. I mean, Grumio, baby. Rough. I can't believe the toy maker said that to him.
1: Good lord. That's
0: dramatic. He basically said go kill yourself. Literally, he did without saying that. He said it in a fancy way. And he's complaining that he's not going to make the Christmas deadline, which is like the only time Christmas is mentioned in this movie, but I would like to consider this a Christmas movie. (laughs) It is, obviously. Also, what is this Santa's workshop? This whole movie makes no fucking sense. It literally zero sense. Should there be elves there? Are there other toy lands in the world? Is this the only toy land? Is this the toy land just for Mother Goose Village? I think that there were more people working in toy land. I was, and this was why. not a real question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't want an answer. <laughs>
1: But to be fair, I do think there was more people working there. And that's why he's like all stressed. And that's why Grumio created the machine. Because obviously they're not... the Between the two of them, they're not making things fast enough. So he was like, okay, well, if I can automate it, then...
0: Why did the trees tell them they were going to die?
1: I don't know because... What is up
0: with this movie?
1: The toy... It's like... I feel like the people who wrote it had these ideas, but then completed none of them. Completed not a single full thought.
0: Why did the trees tell the kids they were going to die? And then it's just like a weird toy shop with only an old man and then a sexy young 20 something working there. I don't know. I think the point is, and is why that are they making toys for Christmas? What business do they have doing that? They are not in the North Pole. They are not elves. We actually don't know where they are. They could be in Spain. They could be Netherlands. Maybe they are in the North Pole. What the heck? They don't know either. What is this movie about Babes in Toyland? What are you oh asking my me? Gosh! So the toy maker is talking to Mary and Tom and the kids, and he's freaking out about not making the Christmas deadline. And he <laughs> looks at the clock, and it's half past October. I said, "Oh look, it's June!" I don't know how to read a clock, you guys. The long arm was on <laughs> June. The little arm was out October, and I was so like, "So
1: it's half."
0: Past it's half past October.
1: Right, you guys. I literally don't. I don't know I the mean, sum. But they're making toys for Christmas. cats. This is a Christmas no, movie. It absolutely, is a Christmas movie.
0: So Tom and Mary and the kids are like, well, we've got nothing to do today. We'll help you make toys for Christmas. And the toy maker is like, cool. So they start making toys for Christmas. And, and what else do they do? Sing. Yeah, the whole and time. It's about a, I don't know. We'll say this one's about thirty-five minutes long. And they're just making toys. And the one kid is making them all wrong. There's like a weird conveyor belt that doesn't look structured properly. The toys are really weird. They're not even building toys. No. It's
1: literally like a head of a doll and they just stick the head on the doll and then move along. And then there's this weird box with singing angels singing in it. Singing angels. And then there's, I don't know. And they're not real Some toys. of them
0: look like normal, yeah, like a toy boat. And then yeah, and then some of them are weird like that weird gospel window with angels in front of it. I'm like, this is not a toy. And they were, it was huge. <laughs> that one was huge. It didn't make any sense. It looked like it was made up of like paper mache. It li- yeah, it made zero sense. It didn't sense. make none of this movie makes any sense. They do build these super adorable toy soldiers who are my personal favorite in the Christmas parade. The toy maker decides it's time for bed. The kids wash up and apparently they have supper. They just like accept that they live there now. They just live in Toyland now. And they're going to make toys. Just Bo Peep said, sheep life isn't for me. Isn't Tom and Mary supposed to get married today? Also, can we talk about they just completely gave up on the sheep? Yeah. The trees probably ate the sheep. They're gone. Wait, I forgot about the sheep. <laughs> me too, until just
1: <laughs> Wait, do they never go they back never for go the away. sheep? Are the sheep in the end? I don't know. I need to watch it again. At least the last 10 minutes so I can oh, see if the sheep Jesus. are in it. Oh,
0: Jesus. So Barnaby and Gonzago and Rodrigo, maybe they're from Spain. They have Spanish names. Maybe that's where the weird Spain thing came I can't talk about Spain anymore. I'm sorry. I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> so Barnaby and Rodrigo and Gonzago sneak to the castle and they peep in at Mary who's making a doll. And then this song here, again, we just take a weird sharp left turn into Tom singing about how Mary is like his doll. He literally singing about how... She's his doll, and he can do whatever he wants with her, and he can tell her what to do and make her do things. He literally,
1: at one point, like moves her arms like a Barbie
0: doll, where they're just like bent. And, and like, she her hands is don't so move. Mary is into it. Yeah,
1: he like ties a ribbon on
0: her. They and do stuff. some fun, like r- little like role playing. Literally. I liked it. I was like, oh, Tom and Mary, okay, I get it. It was a lot. And Barnaby and the boys are just watching. Yeah, this. getting boners at the window, probably. <laughs> God, it's yeah. There's a lot going on. So then. Grumio, my one true love has run into the room with a new invention oh my goodness what could it be it is a shrinking ray that makes big things small and the small things could be toys yeah that's the invention yeah. So if you shrink a bed, then the bed is a toy bed now.
1: And then if you, if you zap it twice, it just disappears. Yeah. Don't
0: zap anything twice. Yeah. It'll go bye-bye forever. It just won't It'd be exist. too small. You can't fix it. Molecule size. The toy maker is like, yeah, what are we going to do? Shrink everything in the whole castle? Well, he doesn't realize that. You're right. Tom and Mary do. Tom literally was like, what, where are you going to get all the stuff? And then the toy maker is like, "Yeah, this is stupid. What's wrong with you?" And then he throws the whole ass gun out the window. The toy maker is the worst part of this movie. Honestly, Groomio is the best part of this movie. Also, just wants to fuck Groomio. <laughs> I want to fuck Groomio. I wonder if he's still alive. Oh, oh my god, she's probably like a hundred now.
1: Perfect. Get him for his money.
0: Then Barnaby. Of course, outside the castle, finds the small maker. Yeah, the small maker. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it. Perfect. Makes the toy maker small.
1: Yeah. He, he shoots sh- the toy maker. Yeah, he shrinks him and puts him in a birdcage. Barnaby is going to shrink Tom. And then Rodrigo and Gonzago are like, no, this is the last straw. Like, this is too much. You can't shrink a human being. And they try to stop him. He shrinks them. And then he shrinks Tom anyway. Yeah, he does. And he ties him up in this ribbon. Barnaby brings... Tiny Tom into Mary's room. He just goes into a woman's room, casual, and yeah. is like, "Hey, so I got your man'ses. Um, he's tiny. We're gonna so. get married.
0: I you literally, your only option. I though. shrunk everybody. We're getting married. And who's going to officiate? But Toy Maker.
1: Oh, by the way, the Toy Maker is also the mayor and the um, chief of police of Toyland. Obviously, yeah. So he has to officiate the wedding because it's him and Groomio, and that's yeah. that's all that's there.
0: The Toy Maker." Is marrying Mary and Barnaby. Mm-hmm. Mary screams, I'm sure, at some point. The grunts, henchmen, the boys, Kat likes to call them. They get to untying Tom. Because mm-hmm. they're they hate Barnaby now. They're like, woo, team Tom, Barnaby's a dick. He didn't even give us our money and he shrunk us. And the Toymaker is sitting on the book. Yeah, like the officiant book. And he is stalling the hell out of this wedding. He's doing a great job. This is the only time he's doing a good job this whole movie. But again, so drawn out. They're like panning to Tom getting untied, panning to the book, panning to Barnaby, panning to Mary, panning to the book, panning to the grunts. Like it just goes on and on and on. And then Tom starts to round up the toy soldiers and the airships and the cannons. And he gets on a freaking... A horse. They march to attack this lovely union. So they go
1: to attack the wonderful Barnaby during his wedding. He just wants to get married.
0: They do this really cool scene where they're like marching to the other room where (laughs) the wedding is happening. It's really cool. I kind of liked it. It was just all the toys. It's probably what? Like stop motion? What else could it be? It was definitely stop motion. It looked really good. It was really cool. They killed it. But there's this one part where a creepy baby doll like waves them off and like winks at them. Oh, God. And blows a kiss. I'm mean, gonna have nightmares about that baby doll. And they literally, every single one of the toy soldiers, like turns and looks at her. And no. It
1: gets, it gets really weird. It's not it gets good. a little
0: weird. So Tom comes in with his squad and they start throwing objects. And a fight ensues.
1: Yeah, they start, like, shooting at Barnaby with their tiny little bouncy balls and stuff. Barnaby thinks it's hilarious. He's laughing and just kicking them all down because yeah. they're literally toys. They're just they're toys on the toys. floor. Barnaby ends up picking up one of the toys. It's got, like, a cannon on it. Mm-hmm. And you just pull the head of the soldier back and it shoots out little balls. Mm-hmm. The firepower on this thing is immaculate. It's incredible. And he's just shooting everyone down. Shoots literally the little airplane dude down, all the little boats people down all the ones on the
0: horses literally just shoots down everyone barnaby has the shrinky gun and he's gonna shoot tom which will make tom disappear forever because you can't shoot somebody twice and tom's already small and mary shoots the shrinky guns ammo stash or whatever i don't it's like a oh, a vial little, full of the yeah. formula she shoots the vial Full of the formula and it explodes onto Barnaby and it shrinks Barnaby. So now Tiny Barnaby and Tiny Tom have a sword fight. Tom knocks Barnaby into a box. Finally, after 45 minutes. freaking wins. Grumio, the father of my children, uh, restores all of them to their original height with the reversing formula. We stand Grumio. Yeah, that's the end of being in Toyland. Yeah. I don't know if Christmas was saved. I don't know if the toy maker is okay. I don't know if Grumio is okay. We don't know if the sheep are okay. Maybe the sheep are also making toys. I don't know where Barnaby is. It literally just cut scenes to... Tom and Mary's wedding. Tom and Mary's wedding in Mother Goose Village. Yeah. Well, it's actually after their wedding. So many loose ends. Is, Where are the sheep? Is Groomio okay?
1: I think Grumio's okay. Are the sheep okay? The sheep I'm very worried about. I don't know. But it's winter now. I don't know why their wedding went from to the next day to three months later. I How long were they in Toyland? Maybe they weren't just in Toyland for that long.
0: Honestly, who knows? Maybe they saved Christmas and then went back home. And that's why that, now it's Christmassy and it's snowing and... Okay,
1: that's that's a fair... They have a... It starts
0: snowing. It's like a blizzard. (laughs) Yeah. And Mary's dress is simply phenomenal. I know she's had a bunch of beautiful dresses throughout this whole thing, but Her this dress, dress is, is gorgeous. I could do without the weird veil hat thing. No, I loved all of it. I'm glad you did. And there's
1: another, of course, horrible song about their marriage. Oh yeah, of course. Which was probably my least favorite song of the whole thing.
0: And then Mary and Tom get into a carriage <laughs> and they go around the fountain like 43 times while the town is singing to them. This poor like mini ponies are just like... I know, they didn't want to be there either. They're no. like the sheep. They're like, oh my god, how many times are we going to shoot this scene? <laughs> and then Tom and Mary in their carriage, they just grease lightning the fuck out of there. <laughs> so they the carriage take just off. takes off into space and that's the end of the movie. (laughs) In the middle of this blizzard. That was it. It gets better every time I watch it, I think. I love it. Well, because you didn't see the full thing the first time we watched it. I literally realized when we were watching this that I had started watching when they were already in Toyland. So the first time I watched this movie, I only watched the last 45 minutes. Want me to go first? Go for it. Babes in Toyland. It is so bad that it is good. It's way too long, first of all. You know I don't like long movies. Yeah. I'm truly in love with Grumio. I love that nothing is explained and nothing makes any sense. I love the weird songs. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Oh my God. I love this movie. So I'll watch this movie any day. I really do love this movie. It's so stupid that I love it. I'm going to go ahead and throw it under Curse of the Black Pearl. I like Curse of the Black Pearl a little bit more. And above Peter Pan. I'd absolutely watch this over Peter Pan. That's so weird. it is my number 11 now. Babes in Toyland. I love you, Groomio. Call me. You're probably dead. Mine is not that. I gave mine a 6 out of 10. (laughs) Not because I don't like it.
1: I do enjoy it. I could literally do without half of the musical numbers. It did gain a full point just for Grumio. the... No. The <laughs> some song because I could listen to that on repeat. Um, So I gave it a 6 out of 10. Put it underneath Dumbo because I would definitely rather watch Dumbo. But well above
0: Frankenweenie. It's my 24. <laughs> Ready right, for your hints? Yeah. This movie. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd start out 2021 with a real banger, oh. you know? God, I'm nervous. So this is a classic. A classic. A classic, baby. We're talking late 80s classic. Okay. The main character, lots of sidekicks. Lots of sidekicks. Yeah. How many is lots? I don't know. However many you want it to be. Oh, God. You got no guesses yet? No. Late 80s, a Disney classic, lots of sidekicks. I'm the worst at guessing and you know this. I think this is gonna give it away though. So. Uh, knowing me, probably not. <laughs> uh, this movie is known for having a pretty questionable movie poster. Is it gonna be Little Mermaid? Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Cat's my favorite. favorite. And my, well, I guess you'll find out <laughs> in two weeks. She hates this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I would start out. It's just like a That's real a
1: good Disney classic. I
0: wish you guys could see how big I'm
1: smiling <laughs> right now. She's my fave. Melissa hates Ariel.
0: <laughs> if you don't know what the question on movie poster is about, the There's a dick on the
1: original. What's it called?
0: Aquatica? Atlantica? Atlantica. Atlantica. Aquatica is the Sea World. The Sea World water park. Water park. Uh, Atlantica. It has a giant gold dick on it. Yeah, dude did. Our, I like it. What's our, wrong with that? I think they should have kept it. King Triton was like, erect my giant dick on this kingdom. He doesn't have a dick. He has a fin. How do they make babies? I always fish. They just, the females lay their eggs and then the guys jizz come by and it. they jizz all over do you think it. You think that's how more people do it? Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> Maybe they're like dolphins and they have those weird skinny dicks. Maybe, yeah. And they'd be fucking. Anyway... <laughs> Follow all of our social media. Yes. Yeah. Please share this podcast with a friend.
1: Make them listen to every episode. Sit make them down, them. tape them to a chair. Do it. And make them listen. No, no potty breaks. No potty break. No water.
0: And we will see you guys in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Very exciting. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Goodbye. Bye. We love you. Goodbye. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company.
1: The cover art for Tragical Podcast was created by Johnny the Alchemist on Instagram. Give him a like and a follow to see more of his insanely good artwork and to contact him
0: for any of your artwork needs. The Tragical Podcast intro music was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact information can be found on his Instagram at Ja Reezy, J-A-H-R-E-E-Z-Y